Hey Wanderers, and welcome to a new series from the Wandering Gamer Network. This time we're playing a game that is kind of a half-done... Half-done, guys? What's the consensus? Homebrewed. <laughs> well, I was... Quarter-done? Quarter a quarter-done homebrew. in progress. <laughs> an in-progress progress homebrew based on Powered by the Apocalypse called Outlaws Wanted. The setting kind of in the big picture is the... Galaxy, as expansive as it is, basically would encompass all of these kind of like sci-fi tropes because like if the galaxy is infinitely huge, I know probably technically it's not, but in my brain it is, eventually everything could exist. So in this universe, everything does. And all of these different factions that are kind of loosely based on like common sci-fi tropes eventually all bump into each other and conflicts start along all the borders of these different organizations, right? And you guys, being the outlaws from the titular Outlaws Wanted, uh -huh. um, are basically an organization that encompasses all of the misfits and rejects from all these all of these different societies. And you guys are basically striving to make life easier in these boundaries that are constantly under conflict. So the outlaws' job is to go out and try to like rescue planets that are teetering on about to go to war between these two factions or find places that have been forgotten or devastated by conflict and try to like help out. Um, so you're kind of trying to make peace between factions that themselves are not doing that. All of you at one point started from one of these kind of like pulpy factions that are, you know, like I said, based on tropes, but then left at some point became outlaws and are now, you know, going around Robin hooding around the galaxy. Um, so to start out with, do we all want to go around and introduce our characters, starting with Mandy? Not starting with Mandy. She's holding a baby in a way that makes it hard to talk into a microphone. Starting with Vinny. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So my character is uh, Malcolm Llewellyn. He is from the Galactic Alliance. Are we going to talk about like what they're what those tropes are based on? Are we going to try to like... Yeah, I mean, I feel like we can be a little bit honest. The Galactic Alliance is loosely based on Star Trek. Yeah, so basically Star Trek. Loosely? It's loosely. It's Loosely, it's Continue. loosely based on fiction from stuff like Star Trek or the Orville. Yeah, so it's it's based. Yeah. You mean Star Trek or the Star Trek knockoff or, or Star Trek Family Guy? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, so it's a group that of a bunch of different planets with humans kind of running most of it. Because it seems like that's that's just always what yeah. happens. Yeah. And uh, so my character is uh, he is a class of captain. He was uh, a fairly good officer in in the Galactic Alliance um, and like rose through the ranks decently well, but then kind of hit a plateau at like uh, first officer commander level. And every time uh, he was up for promotion, he was always passed over. Like he just kept continually getting passed over. And he got to a point where um, he uh, actually is his 40th birthday. He turned 40 and he just realized he's never going to get that promotion and just decided to to leave and go be a captain somewhere else and found <laughs> found the outlaws oh physical description yeah i didn't really make one yet you're 40 got it yeah I'm for, that's, that's all that's all i've got you're I'm, 40 and a guy yeah we, we nailed it you remember the, you remember the thing where i was like i need more time to finish my character like no you're good let's just go well we yeah, have that to was record something that today. was one thing i didn't you get done you have to now yet, so. work it in really subtly yeah <laughs> uh all right zach Okay, so I am playing someone from the Interstellar Council. I'm playing the Shaman class. 
So Zach decided not to read the books that I sent him. I say books, the <laughs> hastily written uh, Google Docs that I sent him. In my defense, there were like 30 pages all separately, though. It wasn't 30 pages for one document. It was just it's 30, 30 docu- individual Google Docs. Yeah, and like half of them have like three lines on them. With, yeah. yeah. So I found one that had three lines. And it actually had four pages, but it had three lines and then all white space. So I'm like, why would I scroll down? Because I thought it was done. Anyway, I'm playing Sullivan Bractel from the Interstellar Council, and he is a knight of balance, which means I'm more for promoting harmony and less of a combat role. I'm more support. Yeah. Yeah. And if you didn't, if you didn't pick up the Interstellar Council, Interstellar Council is basically the Jedi. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So they're a large group of, of space wizards. Disparate. Well, the Galactic. The Interstellar Council itself is not just space wizards. They are a large group of disparate planets that all formed a like one like republic where each planet gets one vote about every issue and they all just vote for what they want and then really nothing ever gets gotcha. done because so they all just represent solely their own interests. It's more generically just Star Wars then overall. Yeah, 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 like right. The Star Wars Republic. The story of the class that Zack is is that in order to protect this Interstellar Council, a group of basically like you could call them secret peacekeeper wizards or military police that uh, work in secret, kind of good or bad, depending on how you say that, were this order of knights that defended the Interstellar Council. Zach is one of those. Okay, yeah, so I, my family was the representatives for one of these planets, and my family, and I, I would say my race in general is a very humanitarian race, and they wanted to like help people in need and like there's a lot of like planets that are in the council that are don't have good representation I would say it's not that every planet absolutely has like one representative it's like every like sector has a representative so there's like some sectors that like have less representation but yeah, just like makes sense. nature planets like you have more votes because you are wealthy in this sector and there's a poor little moisture farm on a desert planet like we don't <laughs> care about them at all right so my my parents were all about like helping those people in need but we're kind of like aggressively forced out of politics by other people. So Sullivan became very disillusioned with what the council stood for because it was just like the rich trying to get richer kind of thing and no one really solving any problems. So he moved on to the outlaws. He's been there since his early twenties. He is now in his mid thirties. He is a doctor. He's part doctor, part space, space wizard. So he uses both of those things to heal people. So he's smart enough that he knows how to like to set a, a broken bone and do first aid and stuff like that and some surgeries. But he also knows how to use magic to heal people that helps everything. He's humanoid, uh, but his skin is like a moving nebula of color. It's like... Ooh, I like that. And, like, and uh, his eyes are uh, look like the night sky. Cool. I like it. So I actually had something else I wanted to add about my character. I don't know if you want to splice it in i probably won't we'll just leave okay. this little awkward exchange yeah what's up good. <laughs> all right so st- st- stuff i thought about are, did you go into your motivations at all like for your character at all so i thought about i thought about something i wanted to add a little bit my mo- my motivations are kind of implied that like he wants he's like very humanitarian and wants to help people oh the reason he's now just starting to work on like an active crew before he was more like a home base doctor for the outlaws because there's like a lot of like injuries that people come back torn up or like things don't go well or Ships are exploded. You know, I like the idea of you being a medic, but like 
in the rules for this system, I kind of stated that there's clone slugs and that you can always just like, if you die, you basically revert back to before a mission. So like, it's your job as doctor, just like, uh, I got to make the euthanization like, no. well, decision. His, his job isn't to fix us. His job is to fix people on planets that don't have clone slugs. Oh, right. Yeah, right. Uh, my, my job is to fix people. And I think clone slugs are also kind of expensive. Oh, so, that like, makes sense. They don't care. Like, if you die, they understand that happens, but they don't like... If you have a broken bone, they're going to be like, we're going to fix you up. We're not going to just put a bullet in your head. <laughs> I don't want to forget everything. Nope, we're shooting you. You broke both legs. Clone was, slug time. No, I'm a different person. Nope. My thought was, like, if it was more, like, if it was feasible that someone could, like, spend two weeks off and be healed, yeah, they would save better. them. Yeah. And, like, sometimes that, that means, like, giving them cybernetics and stuff like that. Like, you know, like, sometimes they'd amputate a leg and give them, like, a bionic leg. Sure. But not always. You know, and, like, sometimes it's like, your legs are gone. You're paralyzed. It's better if you just die and come back. <laughs> I realized All that right. I made something with like some tricky repercussions in it accidentally. Anyways, so the stuff I wanted to add. Um, one of the one of the reasons we kind of talked about that um, that Malcolm would be uh, passed over for command repeatedly is he seems to have a very cavalier attitude towards the prime directive, especially where it comes into like helping helping people like humanitarian type things kind of like uh kind of like with sullivan uh was Zach's character and so he would it's not like he always broke the prime directive it's just like when he when he broke the prime directive it was for what he thought were good reasons but things didn't always go things didn't always work out correctly things yeah. kind of kind of not necessarily went horribly wrong but there were repercussions afterwards, like right. lasting repercussions that he couldn't fix. And that was something that was noted in his service record. And that's kind of one of the compounding factors that kind of made him get skipped over for having, having his own command. Um, as for appearance, I'm just going to say he's, I know this is kind of a cop out, but he's, he's pretty much generic white guy, generic white guy officer, like Riker type person. Do you sit down in chairs by walking over them and then sitting down? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He 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 never sits in a chair chair correctly. He always like puts his leg over to. No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> but yeah, he's just generic looking, generic looking human male. Yeah, that's fine. That's I would fine. also say, going back to the doctor thing, like why you need a doctor, Cody? Like all the people who are running away to the outlaws before they have a clone. Yeah, slug. no, no, no. I get, I get it. I just, I just was, I was chuckling about it. Uh, all right, Mandy. All right, Mandy. Okay, this is going to be really tricky because every time I lift up my paper, baby wants the paper. So my character's name is Vika. Uh, you can, uh, my guess is she'll probably go by Vi. Keep it simple. Uh, she is from the United Colonies, which is, uh, the way we kind of described it is very Wild West. Um, ask. Yeah, so anytime that you see a space show where it just ends up becoming the Wild West, this is what this is based on. So Firefly is, like Firefly one, is one a lot like this. Cowboy Bebop's a lot like this. <laughs> original Star Trek. <laughs> Some parts of original Star Trek. <laughs> yeah, so so the idea with the United Colonies, uh, which will come into play with uh, Vika's backstory, is that um, they... Anytime they're attacked, they just kind of move. So they don't have a home planet, home base necessarily. Uh, they're very, they're a very close knit community while they are where they are. But um, as soon as danger comes, they kind of flee. Um, her class is a smith, which means on our ship she is the mechanic. 
uh, slash engineer. Uh, she is 55, 5'6", five, with gray hair, gray eyes, and she kind of has, like, she's definitely a humanoid alien um, with, like, but, like, cat eyes and almost scale-looking skin, um, especially, like, around her uh, head and shoulders. And she always has a streak of grease somewhere on her face. Uh, so the reason that Vika joined the uh, outlaws is because uh, one of the one of the big things with the United Colonies is uh, they everybody has what we've been referring to as a moving buddy. Um, so that could be uh, your husband, your best friend, your or I guess your spouse, your best friend, your partner. It could be kids. Um, but kids uh, tend to go off on their own at some point. And uh, Vika, her her last child, uh, there was an attack, and her last child kind of was using the attack as an opportunity to go off on her own and be independent. She lost track of her husband, and because she didn't want to lose her daughter, she's very family-oriented and wanted her family to stay together, uh, which isn't really a thing that happens in the United Colonies. So... In doing so, she lost track of her husband. Uh, her husband is presumed dead. It's kind of unknown, but it's most likely that because of the attack, he is dead. And uh, that's very much frowned upon in the colonies. So she doesn't really have anyone. Her kids all have become independent and she can, you know, contact them. But uh, very in the colonies, it's very much if you don't have your um your group or your moving buddy you're kind of out you're very much an outcast so she decided that if I'm gonna be an outcast I may as well do it and she joined up with the outlaws and she is one of the newest members on the crew because this kind of just happened to her all right and last up Caitlin sorry I did not realize your mic was not near you before I started talking (laughs) Um, I'm going to be playing Jyla Mavic. She is from the Guild of Commerce. I don't remember what the Guild of Commerce is. Huh? Being trope. Oh, they're on. not. They're actually like one of the ones that is not actually a specific property. They're a specific society that shows up in a lot of properties. They are similar to the Ferengi yeah, in a way. Think, in that they, or like any of like the large merchant societies that come about. So their whole thing is trade above all else right they it doesn't they don't really have any allegiance to morals or a code or anything else they are we no. make money by trading no and they'll so trade with the, anybody. the fringy have lots of codes they, they call it the codes of acquisition <laughs> well right but but all of them are based around yeah. does this make us money if yeah. it is it's good so america when we learned to f- be trading in space <laughs> Well, yeah, kind of, except minus all of the, like, well, we don't have to get into politics, but there's... The trade above all else, yeah. Tra- trade above all else, right. right. So, Cap- capitalism Incorporated. Yeah, they're, they're <laughs> like, yeah. It's, um, it's a thing that comes up in a lot of sci-fi novels. But yeah, whatever. so she was part of the military um, of the Guild of Commerce, so she was on, like, an escort ship for their many trade vessels. Um, she... Got dishonorably discharged when she disobeyed a direct order and did something risky um, in her role as bombardier, and therefore um, it like went okay. But then she mouthed off about it, and that was really not okay. D- did she like pull out 
the equivalent of a bomb in the middle of a crowded like uh, street corner and threaten a bunch of civilians. No, she's that what not happened? Kelko. <laughs> not in this instance. Um, I imagine her as Junkrat, just wholeheartedly. Oh, <laughs> like, is one of her dreads just on fire? <laughs> that would be a really cool look. Um, so that's a yes. <laughs> Wave spoilers. So. She hadn't said that she had dreads yet. I. She has. So after getting yeah. soundably discharged, she joined the outlaws. Um, she liked that it didn't have like a super like hierarchical system. She could more or less be her own boss on a small crew and like run their loadout in terms of weapons um, as a bombardier. And yeah, she has black hair and dreads, which is very different from the military bun that she used to have. Um, it was not protocol. And she likes her bombs. <laughs> All right. So to get started, I have a little opening narration, just so you guys know, because I did the same thing with like every other game I've ever done where I kick things off with an opening narration. This one does not directly, this is not like giving you information about the story that you're about to play in right now. It's just kind of related in theme, not in strictly narrative. Does that make sense? Cool. I'm getting like vacant looks. Well, Affirmative, but I'm not by my mic. <laughs> Alright, one of us isn't by I'm the mic. I'm sure I know what you mean, but and I'm sure I'll figure I it out. I also wasn't listening because I was writing something. Hurtful, <laughs> but you did tell me that you wanted to have more time to make your character, so I can't really argue with you. Alright, this is the Ballad of the First Outlaw, Part 1. The second law of thermodynamics states that all closed systems tend to maximize entropy. A woman sits in the captain's chair of a vessel. The lights are dim, warning sirens constantly tone in the background. Actually, this is like my time to do something. I was so. hoping. I was hoping the theater of the mind. <laughs> um, the only real light comes from the faint purple glow of the phased antimatter drive. She is slumped over, bleeding from several rooms. Well, I am not sure that we're in a closed system or whatever, but. I get what this means generally. It means things fall apart. Another siren blares as part of the... Uh, another siren blares as a not fully essential piece of the ship flies off into space. People never say the second part, though. Reversing this ever-increasing tendency towards disorder requires the input of energy. Well, I have energy to spare right now, so let's start reversing some en entropy. Hopefully, my next captain's log will have a few less alarms going off, and I might also have a crew that does not smell like corpses. So I'm putting the call out. Outlaws wanted. Captain Piper Marcus, year unknown. The ship's clock was broken at the time. What? She doesn't know the year? Like, <laughs> I can understand she doesn't know the, the, the time or maybe the day. Well, I think like, she doesn't know it. It's it, just the it, log doesn't have Yeah, it. I feel like she wasn't looking at no, the no, clock. I, I'm going with the fiction that she didn't know what year it was. <laughs> no, no like, that was supposed to be like a stamp from the computer. No, no. So like, no, it sounded like she said it because you said year unknown, clock was broken at the time. It didn't say time unavailable. <laughs> it did not sound like a computer. Like, I, I can imagine that's like if... If it had been a really rough, a really rough time, like oh yeah, obviously you might not know what time it is. You might not even know what day it is. Like you might not even know what month it is. If it's been a really long time, but not to know what year it is. What <laughs> year is it? Like what year is? I it? wrote the story that I wrote. All right. <laughs> yeah, Rowan's really upset that he can't tell what year it is. That is one of the sirens that was going off on the ship. Anyways, Wait, did she make it? Real quick, um, I. 
I'm trying to think. I don't think we got. Uh, I know Caitlin's walking away now. I don't think we got what her position on the ship is. Who? Caitlin's character. Oh yeah, we never. She's w- a bombardier. Okay. We never really talked about that among ourselves. Well, actually, that's exactly what we're about to talk about right now. Oh well, fine. You guys are on board of your ship called the Honor. There's very little else about it yet because I have not yet written the rules Wait, about what constitutes. We don't get to name our own ship. You guys did name your ship. I that's what we named it. it. I, I, I guess I wasn't around. For that. <laughs> it used to be an Inquisition ship that was called the Emperor's Honor, I, I, and we I crossed know. out the Emperor and said like, "Screw him." I didn't hear so, any of that because I was writing. Apparently, oh, okay, sorry. Because <laughs> you were definitely in the room. Okay. Yeah, me and Mandy <laughs> were talking about it. Then, for, then it was, was a good then, five that's minutes. I was doing my character stuff because yeah, I didn't hear any of that. <laughs> the name of the ship is the Honor. Parentheses still up for debate. Um, <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> no, that's the, that's the full name forever. Okay, I, I thought you were just. I thought you were telling us what our ship was. No, named. I did I, not name your ship. For now you. that I know that there was some, there was like group discussion, I'm I'm okay with it. Our I ship's the honor. Apply inside. It is currently night. In air quotes, you guys are in what I am calling. What did I call it? And you're in phased anti space, which is the yeah, it's the hyperdrive. Whatever, you know what I mean. It uses phased antimatter. You want to know what phased antimatter is? Warp speed. It's yeah. where you, it's where you yeah. charge antimatter with phase energy. Yeah. Anyways, Which, it's sci-fi mumbo jumbo. You guys are currently at warp. Is the point? So c- do, can we go play, faster you, if we use triphase energy? Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> and d- does that does that mean that it, it like uses uses tri beryllium crystals? <laughs> <laughs> no, it does not use beryllium crystals, Vinny. Those are copyright protected. It uses ferillium crystals. No, I, I, Those are different. I was going to say dilithium, tri-beryllium. Oh, I think beryllium is... Beryllium is just an element. Oh, yeah. It's an actual element. <laughs> I was going to so, say, that sounds like something I've heard before. Or drillium. <laughs> Anyways. Stop making this a porn show. <laughs> <laughs> That's our show, everybody. See you next week. It is nighttime in that this is the hours designated for normal people to sleep. Where are all of you? I like how we made alien races and thought none about anything other than like, how pretty do they look? Well, okay. So mechanically in the game, there is no advantage of being any particular kind of alien. I know. I know. But I, I like. I, the- no, I think it's important to point that out since this is a, yeah, a game yeah. that we're making. Rule, rules wise, there's no advantage to being any particular kind of alien. It, yeah, it's it's the advantage is where you're from, not who you are. Yes, correct. So, right now, this is basically your time off where you should be sleeping, but you don't necessarily have to be. Where is everybody? Uh, Sullivan or Sully is probably in the med bay. We have a small med bay. He's inventorying everything because we we just probably lifted off recently. Okay, like in the last day or so, I would say. Is awesome. that okay? Yeah, no, that's fine. So he's like making like taking inventory, making sure everything's there. He knows it is, but he's like familiarizing. It's his first mission on this ship. Oh, so this is like a little bit of nervous energy, like yeah. And it's like he's been on other he's been on active missions for like a couple years now. Oh, okay. But this is the first time on this it's, ship. You know, like, it's a new ship, and he want, like if there is an emergency that he needs to take care of someone, he doesn't want to be like, where are the band-aids? Or where are the bandages? Where are the scalpels? Where is everything? Yeah. Where are the non-branded band-aids? <laughs> <laughs> They're called medical bandages. They're called self-adhesive medical bandages <laughs> in space. Uh, all right. Where's the Smith & Smith's <laughs> medical adhesive bandages? <laughs> Malcolm, what you up to? I was gonna let the other ones go first, so that I don't know, but it's no, that's fair. No, it's fine. I can. I, I was because I didn't want to like. I didn't want to like say something that then contradicts what they were planning to do. But it's okay. I, I was gonna say that I'm. Uh, so Malcolm is on the bridge. This is 
like like uh, like Zach was saying, uh, we we probably just lifted off, right? So this is the first time he's like had a ship of his own, like he that he can like he knows he's not like in command. He knows that he's like not the boss of of his comrades. Did we ever really establish how we know each other? Like how do we meet? Like how 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 are we doing that? So you know, um, freshman year when there's like all the get to know you stuff. So we just kind of met at an outlaw gathering. We're like, hey, let's group the up. The outlaws assign. The outlaws are themselves an organization. Yeah. They are loose and not super like strict, but they they still will assign you to a crew. You know what I okay. mean? Okay. So you guys, this is the first time you guys have been assigned to work together. Okay. I think Jyla and Sully would know each other. Like, and, both yeah, been if you around. guys have been in the organization for a while, you would like know each other's names. Probably have bumped into each other, and you can kind of determine yourselves how much you want to know each other. I'm sure Sully has met Jyla since she's always playing with bombs. I'm sure there's been a time or two where she's blown off a hand. Yeah, like, right. We're not using we're not using our money to repair your hand, Jyla. You're like we're not clone slugging you right now. Go to the doctor. <laughs> Uh, okay, yeah. okay. So, so uh, Malcolm is actually a very new, very new recruit of the Outlaws. Like he, um, he, like he, like I said in the intro, he just turned forty and was like, "No, screw this, I'm leaving." And and like, it must. I guess it must have been that like he showed promise in the Outlaws. They assigned him to a, a ship pretty quick, rather than being like being assigned to a planet for a while or something. So he's he's on the ship. He he knows that he doesn't command the ship, but he. He he wants to he wants to be like an authority figure. He kind of wants to be the face of the ship. I don't know if is that if that's something that the group has talked about or whatever. If, I mean, because the cat the captain's role is like to be the voice of the ship, right? I yes. think our meetings have been we all walked on the on the ship and saw who we're working with. Yeah, okay. yeah, literally our, that's it. So it's not gotcha. like we had we got to sit down and like have a powwow. Like I'm your captain. What would you like? It's like gotcha. more like you're like hi. I'm I'm Mal- Malcolm. Malcolm. I'm Malcolm, the captain. And I'm like, hey, I'm Sully, the doctor. And then I went to the med bay and started doing med bay okay. stuff. So Malcolm goes and basically takes takes his place on the bridge, basically enjoying the fact that he is sitting in captain's chair, like yeah. in, the, in the seat of power, even though he knows he's not really doing anything yet. Well, he's, and it means that there's no one else in charge of you. There's no one kicking you out of the seat. Yeah. yeah. Are you kicking your legs at the chair? <laughs> <laughs> sure. All right. Vaya, what you up to? Vika. Vika. Well, no, I thought you were Vi for short. Sorry. Vi. Yeah. Um. So, uh, Vi has just finished sending um video messages to her kids, and uh, just like letting them know, like, hey, I love you guys. I'm st- okay. Stay safe. And uh, she is in the engine room. Um, Because I imagine that her kind of area, like where she sleeps and hangs out in general, is going to be that room. So she's kind of taking the time to set that up um, to make it a little more homey. You know, she's definitely got like a quilt um, that she hangs up instead of like, so it's, it's her space. And just, just making it, making it feel a little bit more like home. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, okay, and Jyla, are you just asleep? <laughs> um, I imagine her in the, like, a corner of the shit. Like, if she probably has a workshop of some sort. Um, I imagine her there just, like, messing around with various, like, tools and wires and stuff. Okay, cool. Sparking things. So what I would like is for... Zach, you have an ability because of your... Uh, faction. Faction. That is like 
What what is it called? Cosmic intuition. Cosmic intuition. All right, what'd you roll? Do I get to add weird? You you add weird. I got a seven. Okay, cool. Um, you have just enough time to literally moments before something happens. When I say moments, I mean enough time to be like, shoot, something's about to happen, and then the event happens. You yeah, know what I mean? So not yeah. not enough to actually like warn anybody even. Yeah, right. Yeah. I, I figure it's like someone's about to like. We're about to round a corner. Someone's going to hit me in the face so I can duck. Yeah, but you not, can't like tell everyone else to duck. So you know danger is like imminent right now and you're not caught flat-footed. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Um, Mandy, also make a weird roll. With what dice? That's a good point. <laughs> My dice are all out right there. Um, I, I, I don't. We didn't take Yeah, just roll the D6 time. twice, add them together, that's and then add good. your weird. So six. Six. So that's a 12 and I have no weird. Oh, okay. So Mandy's character, the Smith, has the weird ability to sense when something is going wrong on her ship. Um, oh, no, we decided that wasn't weird. Oh. Um, I wrote it down on the thing. Can you take a look? Under the unique ability for uh, class. Oh, smart. Smart. So it's one, but uh, so that's 13. Oh, okay. Well, either way. Um, I, I really nailed it. You hear like through some, there's no such thing as space vibrations. It's actually impossible for space to vibrate. Gravitational waves. So you feel the gravitational <laughs> waves of a very light uh, craft coming into your ship. And then you feel the very. Coming into? Yes. Okay. Like, like, like colliding like or. Boarding? Yes, like colliding. Oh, like okay. colliding. Okay. I thought, uh, like, do you do you mean like a shuttlecraft docking, or no, do you mean like I'm actually more like crashing? Mean a shuttlecraft colliding. Like you feel energy coming towards you way too fast, and then you feel it as it bumps into the hull and latches on, and you have just enough time to like do basically one action before whatever happens happens. Can I ask a quick question, real quick? Yes, you can. What is our mission? Uh, right now you don't know. They just put us on a ship. You you basically got put on a ship and given coordinates to go somewhere. You're like meeting okay. with a local guy to talk. Okay, so like a local guy has hired us out to come help or something. Yeah, you're not like on a mission right now. Okay, that is- will become clear after this thing. Well, I figured, but I didn't know if he's gonna be like, "We don't want you doing this thing." And I'm like, "I don't no. know what thing we're doing." No, right now, what it is is that you guys are literally on board an illegal spaceship, so you're you're kind of space criminals. So I, I'm sorry, I I just. I don't think I quite understand. Did it crash and attach? Or is it like attaching, like as in someone's going to board? Or what's... I'm trying to think of the right way to put this. Imagine you got hit by a missile that's meant not to explode your ship, but attach to it. So, no, that's a breach no- pod. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> like, like, the, like the thing that happened in our other campaign... Uh, didn't we? Didn't that exactly thing happen to us in our Star Wars? Oh yeah, campaign? it did. I, I it did. Yeah. Okay. I forgot about that. I I honestly don't know what would be something that I could do. If like, oh, I mean, it could be as simple as barricade the engine door. Sure, I'll do that. I can I can keep the engine room <laughs> safe, so I'll barricade the engine room. You guys are being boarded. For most of you, the scene is going to open with fire. As you leave your like particular areas that you were sequestered in, the ship is on fire. Smoke is choking all of you and your eyes water. Horns are blaring in alarm. Moment, so like just moments ago, you were cruising through hyperspace, and now all of a sudden you've stopped. Um, so basically, like as all of you wake up, you're waking up to there is fire on board the ship, and something has happened. You know what I mean? It was like very quick that like something hit the ship. Now, like, internally, there are fires, um, and you kind of are at an unknown as to what's going on. 
except for like Zach and Mandy. Okay. <clears throat> so what's everyone doing? Does our ship have an intercom? I assume. I would assume it does. Okay. I get on the intercom. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, what, what's going on? Is any of the room? Is the room? Any of the rooms were in breached? Uh, or more specific, I can't know that for everyone. Is the room I'm in breached? The room you are in, I would say none of the rooms that you guys are in were specifically breached. Like if there was a like main hallway or like cargo bay area, that's where the breach pod would have hit. All right. <laughs> can I have like a Bluetooth type communicator? Yeah, I would say yeah, that you can, all probably have okay, that. Okay, or like, what then? We have, we have, we have to tap it, it, on the oh, <laughs> oh, no, I, 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 <laughs> I was gonna say if it's like just like a boot Bluetooth thing, um, since I'm barricading, I can just like hit my ear with my shoulder. Uh, there you uh, go. I was I was thinking, so I've got like the next gen style one that like button on my on my on my chest. Mandy's got the uh, the original original like flip out communicator from. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> I, I have I know, to like. I'm just joking because you like original. I do like original, but gen. no, I, have, I need to have hands free. Yeah. Since I'm space wizard, I just kind of can sense what you guys are saying while we're in communion. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no! By, and by that, I mean you have like a neural receiver that's embedded in <laughs> that you pretend is like some supernatural power or maybe or maybe you don't know you have that implant and you think it's a supernatural power who knows well i imagine my guy being like since his skin is always changing i, I view him as like less solid like so that like things can just like or less organic or like there isn't like necessarily like organs in certain places necessarily like things are in motion more yeah that makes sense so like like he can have like a transmitter just in his body and you're like, more ethereal yes that's the thank you so like he can like have it just like in him but yeah he, i don't think you'd screw with you guys like that though okay but uh i don't have a character voice at all no i'm not i don't either about <laughs> that. You, you guys are challenged over this next 30 minutes that we have left of recording to find those amazing character voices that i know are inside of you Captain! <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, you say no, but that's basically my Franny voice, so. All right, so we hear breaching. You hear, like, rending metal, yes. and if you, like, were to open the door of, your of like, whatever room you're in, it's, like, fire and smoke. You know what I mean? Okay. Explode it, Cap. What's going on? <laughs> Good. Your character voice is drunk enough, finally, that you're clipping the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, wait, guys, we need to, like, f like save this audio segment and, like, do the, like, print it out and frame it as the first and only time Caitlin's ever clipped in any of our recordings. Well, you've gotten a report, Captain. Yeah, Exploded, so, Cap. So, I'm, uh, I, see, I don't really know what all, what all our ship has on it. I assume it's just generic stuff. It's so like ship stuff. I'm going to go look at the sensors and investigate. No, that's that's fine. Okay. Make an investigation check. No, our ship doesn't have sensors. <laughs> that is a... Yeah, I imagine there's like some monitor that's like flashing red over something. I have a 10. Uh, Alright, so... Because, because I have my little my little personal robot assistant thing I have. Oh, so I you're have using it, your personal I'm, robot? Yeah. That means you have to chuck him out in the hallway to go look around. No, I was looking at the sensors. Like I'm gonna, ha I'm gonna like have him interpret the readings for me. Oh, okay. So you, <laughs> you send your surveillance bot to go and look no, at the it, surveillance. You, no, system. you said no. You said it's like it's a personal robot. You can ask questions. It has the knowledge of Google. Oh, that's that's yeah. Fair. That's that's what you had in your document. If I Googled life signs in my house right now, you're right. It could tell me <laughs> what information that could be found on Wikipedia. Do you want to know? <laughs> I'm, ki I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, 
Yeah, so I guess what do you want to know? This is kind of up to you. What happened? Like, what are we hit? Are we? Because I don't know anything. Oh, okay, at this point. cool. So I think I think too. Like for him seeing where we were yeah. hit. Where like did something hit us? Did something internal explode? Awesome. Like, oh, actually, yeah, this actually works out really well. So you guys said that you were on an imposition ship, right? Inquisition. Inquisition ship. <laughs> it Gosh. is very much of an imposition on the people we land on, but. <laughs> Um, so I would say that like somewhere on the ship, you see a little like light start flashing that says stealth sledge detective detected. And then you can ask your little robot what, what a stealth sledge is. A stealth sledge is a fast moving unarmed vessel that is launched like a rocket and an enemy vessel. These are assumed to be like one time used vessels. The people on board are considered sacrifices for the imposition. Are you sure it's imposition and not inquisition? It's imposition. I think it was Inquisition, It's actually. Inquisition, Zach. Because inqu- Inquisition is like... We've been saying Inquisition well, We've been saying... Inqu- yeah, They're I very think- similarly used terms. It is the Imposition. Um, is that how... No, no, that's not. Imposition means like... You're imposing on somebody? Yeah, they, they are. Inquisition is like inquiring. I know, they are well, the Imposition. Like, okay. <laughs> Anyways... Um, um, no one expects the Spanish Inquisition. No one expects the Spanish Imposition either, apparently. <laughs> The ship has one weapon. It is a short range. It is a short range rend laser that is used to cut holes in hulls and then board the vessel. So these, this is like a oh, we detected a bad ship. We launched this thing at it. It's really hard to detect, and then it's just like attaches and spits in a bunch of like crazy space marines <laughs> and the, fire. Does it does does the sensor read since this is an imposition ship? Does it read heretics on board? Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. <laughs> Heretics on board. Does Space Alexa tell me how many people I should expect on board this thing? Um, it wouldn't give you an exact number, but it would say like a small crew. You could not cram ten people in power armor on board this vessel. Okay, but it's unlikely that it would be one or two. It, that, that's what I was gonna. Is it? Is it a single like one person vessel? Is it ten? Is it a hundred? Like I just, it's it's like yeah. small small crew, small okay. crew of people. All right, uh, I get back on the intercom. Seems we've been boarded. If we got some uh, imposition people, <laughs> are we? What are we going with? They're going to the imposition. It's the imposition. Imposition. So I, I looked got- it up in one of his documents because you know this is not true across everything. It was called the imposition. Actually, did we did we establish that this was an imposition ship? Yes. That, yes. That, no, guys, not, not our ship. The ship that attacked us. Yes. Okay. Both. Seems like we've got an uh, imposition attack crew boarding us right now. Did I know? I knew where, right? Uh, I would say on board the cargo bay. Okay, in the cargo bay. Seems like we're going to have to fight him off. How y'all doing? Everybody in one piece? I am good. Oh, it seems our chief engineer's down. (laughs) (laughs) Chief engineer is busy hastily trying to, um, (laughs) like, weld close the door to the engine room. So we just hear soldering on her end, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have a real question real quick, since we're going into combat, potentially. Yes. How much health do we all have? Good question. Uh, 12? I think I said... I think I think in my head is I that how 12. that works? Huh? I, I didn't know how power by apocalypse damage works. Every everyone does different. Okay. It, it's just yeah. each system does different yeah. stuff. Okay. We're gonna go with twelve for right now and then I might revise that. Because um, weapons only do like one or two or maybe three harm at a time, right? Yeah, but there's no mechanic other than Zach risking getting hurt for healing. So like you guys don't heal on a short rest. Does that make sense? Oh, okay. Um, so you got we have well, to we have to be healed. We have to like be go be fixed, right? Or slugged, right? <laughs> <laughs> you either get fixed or you get slugged. 
getting slugged Have by the Have we talked way. about being slugged? Uh, I think I did briefly, but yeah, the notion is that when you join the outlaws, they make like a backup of your personality and scan your biology. Like uh, if you've seen the Netflix show Altered Carbon. Yeah, or if you've watched that. the Venture Brothers. Or that, yeah. Um, a lot, those, there's a lot of ref- yeah. examples. And your, your memory, every time you get back to base, they back up your memory. So Right. So oh. if you die on a mission, you lose your memory of only that mission and any advantages or like skill buffs you've gained throughout that mission. Um, but it's not like permadeath. Right. But it is, the, the, the thing we said narratively in the thing is that it's, they don't care if we die, but it is decently expensive on resources for them. So they don't want to just willy-nilly kill everyone like every time you get a paper cut. Right, right. <laughs> There's some real big moral repercussions with the clone slugs that I kind of just ignored. I just didn't want player death to be a thing. <laughs> well, I mean, yes, but I don't think the point of this of what we're doing with it is to analyze the moral repercussions of clone slugs. Yep. Yeah. Well, it also makes. Uh, I, the... I think we can all agree as players. We're not. Just, we're like you're being annoying today. Boom. Go back to base. <laughs> <laughs> that would be hilarious, though. Like, I think we all like we people like jokingly threaten each other with that, though. I think it's like the outlaws are very lax with like discipline, but like abusing clone slugs is one of the ways where they like. They would draw the line. They start yeah, drawing the line. Yeah. Right. I think to begin with, like people did that a ton. Where it's like I'm tired of you, and like we get into fights. And like they'd come back and like brag about, it and they're like, "No, this is expensive. Stop murdering your your teammates." You only get five clone slugs a year, then you have to wait until next year to come back. Uh, all right. So, is anyone else doing anything like setup wise before we kind of like, kick into actual combat here? Is there a fire suppression system? Um, that we could activate. You not, said that like our ship's on fire, and I'm assuming we're in an oxygen rich environment. You yet. are. I would say not from where you are, but maybe from where. Uh, Malcolm is. Okay. <clears throat> Captain, you might want to consider turning on the fire suppression system. Is it not on already? <laughs> Shoot, I'll do that. Uh, all right, so you <laughs> kick on the fire suppression system, and right as you do, you hear an explosion from right behind you, and in now- pops two... Sorry. In pops two people carry... Nope, sorry. That's not true. In pops two people carrying... <laughs> <laughs> Stop, that's not true. Repeats exactly what I just said. In pops two space marines. They're, you know, space basically you know, they're Warhammer 40k space marines. You know what I'm talking about. Um, they're carrying large shields and swords, and they begin to advance towards you, literally just chopping everything. Okay. I mean it's not just that they're coming to kill you. They are. They're also just like anything that's remotely near them, they're just hacking at it with ch- like chainsaw swords. Okay, so here's what we do. What you do, we Vinny, you quickly run to the doors, operation controls in the door sector of the ship, and then open all of the airlocks and wait for them to die. <laughs> We're going to resolve every conflict in this game through FTL. <laughs> all right, Vinny. And by Vinny, I mean Malcolm. What you about? Uh, I guess I, I, he pulls out his, I've renamed it, it's now the electric whip. So I'm, it's same exact same thing. No, I mean, I, I liked what it was before. Yeah. Take it back. It's the laser whip. It's basically it's the same thing, but instead of shooting a laser, it's not like a phaser on the end of it. It's it's like uh it's like an electric whip. So it crackles with electricity that yeah. you can basically fire lightning bolts. Effectively, it's the exact same thing, but narr- narratively, it looks different. Jylock <laughs> uh, affectionately calls it Sparky. <laughs> yep. There we go. Um, and he's not going to attack immediately. He's just he's going to try to talk at him. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. no, that's that's fine. You just have to do what you're going to do, yep. and then we'll make a roll for it. I'm trying to think of what 
I guess don't so much worry about like yeah, the moves don't... listed. Just do what you're gonna do, and then we'll make that a move. Sorry. Okay. I was, I was waiting for. No, that's that's yeah. cool. I'm trying to think of how, of how he would how he would do this. I haven't quite gotten my head how how Malcolm would react yet. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Okay. He he turns to the two Space Marine guys and just like as confidently as possible, wearing his captain's uniform, <laughs> of course. He goes, you have committed an act of aggression against the Galactic Alliance. Uh, get off my ship or I'll be I'll, I'll be forced to fight back. Uh, okay, so... Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm trying to... Uh, I guess I'm using that. Oh, that would be Grease the Wheels, yeah. by the way. Yeah, do I... I guess, how do we do that? How do we do that if I'm using my Okay, so you're trying item? to use your item? What's the my... stat on your item? What's cool. the status? Is, I choose... Okay, so roll plus cool, and we'll see if you're successful in implying that you're the captain of anything. Okay. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah. So you're Who trying to give you yourself... So, so you're trying to see if you have the advantage of using this item. Right okay. Now. Roll plus cool. Okay. Yeah, that's an 11. Okay. <laughs> they think you're the... They, they're they like, wow, this is an authority figure. No, okay. but do they do they think I'm a captain of an alliance ship to where they might not yes. want to go to war with an alliance? They do the think you're the captain of an alliance ship. Despite the fact that we're on a... What did we decide it was? Imposition? That <laughs> does matter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so now try to convince them. So now you make your role to convince. Does that make sense? Yeah. Do, do I need to make it say more things or just make another role that... Uh, guess... It would be a role of um, grease the wheels to try okay. to get them to stop just basically wrecking shop on your ship. And then what do I... Do I, do I add my thing to it? You, like add, I, you I, definitely add charm. You would add whatever... So yeah, you see do grease the wheels charm, over but here. then what, what did my... Oh, you would add one. Add one. Sorry, so it yes. basically gives me a, a one. It gives you a one, it. Okay. a plus one to your that action. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, I was not understanding what you were asking. No, snake eyes. So that'd be a four. <laughs> they look at you. They look at your uniform, and no, then no, they, no, they still think I'm the captain of Alliance thing, but they're like, you are on one of our ships. No, no, it doesn't I, I matter. Know, I know. <laughs> um, one of them like flips up his like little face guard and says. Stealing the ship of the Imposition is an act of war by the Alliance that will not be tolerated. And just like slash hacks his way towards you and you take one harm as he chops you with a big axe. Not axe, sword. It's nice to see Craig's made a living after our Pathfinder. <laughs> <game>. <laughs> is Sludgy his bestie his weapon? <laughs> I'm not going to flip over to the other... Okay, so there's another kind of part of this conflict that's going to happen, but what are all the rest of you doing? Aside from Via. Vi. Jeez. Just, I just keep, write V-I. I did. Like, literally wrote it in big... <laughs> so what What part are we tuning in on? Like, is this as he's trying to calm them? This, it would be the two of you. Can we hear him? Uh, I would say that you probably heard an explosion from his calm, and then it probably went dead. Okay. So you know that the captain's being attacked, basically. We should probably go help him, Jyla. Well, more bombs can't hurt, right? <laughs> So she's no, gonna toss yes, it. yes, they, Jyla. <laughs> Too late. Jyla. <laughs> she's gonna. No, no, I imagine that she still hears him. She's just actively ignoring him. Yeah. It's, not, it's not like she can turn her communicator off. Right, she's it's like him. sound of explosion and then more bombs can't hurt. <laughs> throws in her chuckable bomb. <laughs> All right, so uh, Jyla, you run through the ship and see like basically these two space marines wrecking shop on the bridge. The fire is out though now, right? Because I did the. I, the fire is going out. Going but I out. Mean, it's it's like literally what they did is as soon as they boarded, they all just went to work destroying the ship. Okay. Like, their thing is not kill the people. It's we're rec we're just trying to destroy this ship. You're just trying to make us into Kelco, where we have a crappy ship. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you see those two dudes. 
Okay, so she's going to roll like a pretty small, smallish bomb. It's kind of like a bocce ball, I imagine. Like, um, like the white at, ball or the big, the bigger ones? It's probably the size of the bigger ones, but it's not got like a ton of firepower because it's like on her home. So, Are you trying to imply that you don't want to depressurize the ship? I think so. Yeah, yeah that'd, that'd be good. Yeah, she's just going to try to roll it at their feet. Yeah. It's going to be a seven. That's... No, that's that's good. Um, so you get to use a level one tag on your item. So yeah, seven to nine is the only thing where it's fine to get to mix success. Or sorry, blast some baddies is the only thing where it's like completely fine to get a. Yeah, I might think about changing that, but yes. Because oh, there's no negative to that. The negative is they would do damage to you if they're like within strike. Oh, okay, distance. so we're not. So okay, if oh, we you, you didn't put that. On do a, I didn't put that, but I should have. If we do a ten plus, they don't hurt us back. Is that the idea? I need to I need to decide that. I have a thought on it, but we'll we'll get to that in a minute. Okay. We need to so I automatically do yeah. damage, like one damage. You right? automatically do one damage, yeah, and then you can use a tag to do something else. Okay. So I have demolition as a tag, and I have that you can like destroy barriers or objects. Can I have it like I blow something up that gets in the like gets between them and the captain to like so give him some to cover? Blow a wall into existence. <laughs> No, you want to explode no. a wall into happening. I want to make something fall in the way. So she's gonna make like a, she's gonna make like the the uh, what's it called? I feel the like bulkhead, like the upper the book the ceiling bulkhead, like fall down and trap them. And I, I like that. So you throw a bomb at the ceiling, and it does have the implied effect of debris falls in the in between. I'll say like basically one of them is already closed distance, so the other one now cannot just rush straight over to Malcolm. But you did just blow a hole in the top of your like spaceship, and when you do that, the fire suppression system shuts off, and now there's like wires dangling from there because gotcha. you just blew up a part of your ship to make cover. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Cool. Uh, but that does mean that the other uh, space marine turns towards you, like revs up his chainsaw sword, and starts rushing towards you. Okay. All right. Um, Sullivan, I think since I know that there's more than the explosions just in the bridge. I'm going to head the opposite direction. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, Which is probably more towards the engine room anyway. I'm like... Okay, yeah. And it's it's fair to note that, like, your engine room is, like, the most dangerous and vulnerable part of any ship. Like, it contains your fuel. And if that dies, then you guys are adrift. Right. And I also don't really <laughs> or, know anything about... Or it about... explodes. Or explodes. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's a volatile substance that's used for a uh, phased antimatter drive. It's and I don't know, like, anything about, vi- like, how good Vi is other defender so i think i'll head that direction you know since it's like one of our first meetings sure and she seems like nice and she was skyping her family before so you in very obi-wan-esque or obi-wan kenobi uh fashion you know try to stealth your way through the vessel and you like kind of come around a corner and can see the corridor leading to the engine room it (laughs) um there are two uh, space. I'm gonna say imposition soldiers. That's better. Imposition soldiers, soldiers carrying shields and swords, and another one carrying a large blaster. There are four imposition shoulders, Cody. <laughs> Both of the guys with swords are currently chainsawing at a door that you can kind of still hear. Um, Vi, 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 Vi. See, Yay. I wrote, I wrote, die. So you would remember how it said. Yeah, I like that. That Vi is currently welding shut. So you can actually like see them making headway, but you can also kind of see like the glowing metal as she's trying to weld the cut open door shut. I imagine I'm like 
a step ahead of them just because I had a little bit of Yeah, 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 but you're losing ground, yeah. Uh, Vi, are you doing okay? Can't talk. (laughs) (laughs) Our ship's making some weird noises. (laughs) (laughs) That's what chainsaws sound like in space. (laughs) In space, no one can hear you scream, Roman. (laughs) Have I interacted with imposition space fighter are you saying that you want to know something about the imposition have would i know if like talking would yield any results or do i know they're just kind of crazed berserkers uh do read a person what i use for that it aren't you from the imposition no No, i'm from the interstellar council imposition is like warhammer 40k yeah that's 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 the one we don't have in our party i got a eight um so the imposition, although it is famed for having like crazed warriors, is a society that functions and at times diplomacy is a necessity. However, mm. you know that if these people landed on board a like it's basically like a rocket full of people just landed on you and their job is to hack apart this ship. Their their job's to hack apart this ship. Okay. They're I'm, they're they're not into much else besides hacking apart this ship. Okay. Um, I'm going to try to... Man, my weapons do not do a lot of damage. All weapons do basically the same amount of damage. I know. No one one has a good weapon. (laughs) I'm going to shoot one with a syringe. My syringe gun. Okay. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I got a 12 plus... Plus plus his modifiers. Uh, I got a 14. Oh, wow. So I'm going to use my level 2 tag confused. So when it hits one of him, he now will attack his friend. Oh, okay. (laughs) Awesome. So... You, uh, who do you want to shoot? There's two guys chopping at the door and one guy with like a blaster leveled at the door. I wanted to shoot one of the guys with a chainsaw chopping at the door. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so, um, you fire that little dart. It hits one of the dudes and then he just immediately like gets confused, looks at his friend and goes, Heretic! And starts trying to chop <laughs> his friend. And they kind of lock like chainsaw blades with each other and are actively struggling in front of the door now as the uh, guy with the blaster kind of like starts trying to like slap them apart. <laughs> Wait, while they're doing chainsaws? <laughs> He's wearing power armor. I forget that though. <laughs> like it sounds like the two guys are wearing power armor with like chainsaw blades and, and he's just standing there like, with a gun. <laughs> <laughs> just throwing his hand in the middle of it. No, he's supposed to be like the commander like guy. Yeah. He's like the anyways, doesn't matter. He also t- that one guy takes one damage. He's the bugbear to their goblins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it. that guy takes one damage. <clears throat> but, but, but I think everyone's gone. Which means yeah. it's back around to you, Vinny. Well, I, I don't know. Vi hasn't gone. Vaya, you haven't gone at all yet. That is also not my name. Vi! Oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't. Even, would Vika just be easier? No, Vi is fine. I okay. want to yeah. call you Vi. So you wrote, you wrote, you wrote die on there to help him, right? Yeah. Problem is in German that's pronounced D. So I'm just waiting for him to say V instead. Vi. <laughs> He's gotten with every other combination. What, what's your actual name? I don't remember your actual name because Cody said every other combination so far. Vika is my actual name, but Vi for so, short. Yeah, for short. To make it easy, try to make it easy. Um. Okay. I mean, I'm going to keep welding. Oh, yeah. Actually, like, <laughs> what I want you to do is roll... Pl- uh, what do you got over there? I should have given myself that sheet of paper. Uh, or you can pull it up on your laptop. It's sitting right in front of you. Oh, Act under pressure? Roll act under pressure to yeah. determine how well you can do this while people are chainsawing through it. Although they're really not chainsawing through it anymore, but that's fine. 
Uh, yeah, that's a 12. Okay, cool. So you're more than keeping up with them. So you are good. So now that now that uh, Sully has uh, kind of distracted them, would you say I'm like able to finish welding what they've? Yeah, basically with that done? role and because of um, Sully distracting the two people that were trying to chop through the door, the door's welded shut now, and you can hold them for a good little while away from the engine room. Okay. No, that's, I mean, that's exactly what I want to be doing right now. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Anyways, all right. Uh, Malcolm, you have a very angry chainsaw sword wielding imposition soldier standing in front of you, still swinging and chopping at you. So I've got just the one in front of me. Yeah, the other one got bombed by uh, yeah. Jyla. All right, I guess. Do didn't... you want to use your captain's uniform to make your laser whip work better? <laughs> Electric whip, please. Electric whip, sorry. <laughs> Sparky. Yeah. <laughs> um, I got, he didn't really have a choice. He's he's got to fight back, so okay. he's gonna he's gonna use his electric whip to try to try to subdue this attacker. Yeah, that's fine. So that's. Would it yeah. make you feel better if I said that they're robots? You know what I mean, like from Rick and Morty, where he's like, "They're robots, Morty," and then he shoots one of their legs off, and he starts screaming. Oh, yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's like yeah. they're bureaucrats. They're like morons. Yeah, they're, like they're bureaucrats. It's basically the same thing. <laughs> yeah, it just means I don't respect them. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Whoop. So I, yeah, so I'm blasting some baddies. Yeah. Be, yeah. No, you're not. Uh, what? Okay, I see what you did there. So you have blasting baddies. Like everyone else, you have a thing. You said weapon, but I realize, yeah, yeah weapon yeah, yeah. could be different things. But no, I don't. I got. What are the negative tags on your whip? The one I have, I only have one so far, is uh, lose range. So n- normally I was thinking it could be used at close or long range and like, like at distance or up close. And now it can only be used up close. Oh, yeah. okay, cool. You also so I take. Can't, I can't fire lightning bolts out of it anymore. I can still like hit someone with. Oh it. well, and that would make sense because you yeah. did manage to hold him at a, at range with it, basically. Yeah. So he's now like more than closed the distance with you, like, and is just hacking at you with his uh, chainsaw sword as you take another damage as he chops at you. Choppy chop chop chop. I think twelve health is too much. Well, if we don't have a regenerated an entire. Like like thing. We'll 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 decide we'll decide after. I don't this, know. But anyways. how much health do they have? Is more of my question because I'm like, they have an amount. If they also have twelve, this is gonna this is no, gonna be a five hour combat. No no no, they they <laughs> do not have twelve health. That is that is not how much they have. Uh, all right. Who am I looking at? I guess it's really it, there's not a turn order. It's whoever whoever wants to do, go can go. Do Jyla keep the scenes together. Okay, yeah, Jyla. Um, Jyla is going to act under pressure. And try to, you said the one space marine guy like turned like to come at her. Yeah. She's going to try to lead him off so that oh. he leaves the room. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Um, with the ultimate goal of like going back to like her workshop or somewhere where she can like close, like have something fall on him or, you know, yeah. spark him or something. I like that. Um, yeah. That's going to be a 10. <laughs> Uh, okay, cool. So, like, how how does this look in your head? Like, what do you do to, like, do you just, like, run off and hope that he chases you? Um, so he, like, whips around and, like, starts coming for her. And she's like, are you sweet on me? And starts running. <laughs> <laughs> 
as he chases you, he goes, Impositions have no love but for the imposition. As he's like clattering after you. Well, that's Shouldn't romantic. you say like no love except for our god king? I said what I meant to say. All right, who's the DM here? <laughs> or GM? Or master of what? I, I don't know anymore what they're called. Eminem. M- MC. <laughs> I'm the MC GM DM. <laughs> I really like MC GM Metro DM. Bowen. Uh, and he clunks after you. Okay. Man, way to split the party into like, we're about to have four parts. We actually do. We have four parts. <laughs> Mandy yeah, locked the, herself in a room. Well, the, the thing is, you started, no, 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 I'm not, you I'm not started mad. our combat when we were in four parts. No, no, so no. Like, it's, it's not mad. It's just funny how it happens. Well, you started our combat in four parts, and then you split their party. Uh, okay. Vi, you should go. Yeah, fine. Um, I mean, I'm perfectly happy uh, barricaded currently. Um, I'm going to just, I, I don't know if there's like a keep the engine running correctly check or something. Like that. that's the only thing I can think of right now because if I'm, unless they're starting to come through again, um, like my main thing is like, I guess maybe armor up or she could. You know, can't you be like reworking wiring and stuff, like diverting power to different systems because like oh. systems are being dropped offline? So she's wait, not wait, just wait, wait, like. Wait. I have an idea. Sorry, I kind of have to talk through things. No, no, no. That, that's fine. What I'm doing. This is very like open ended. So is, like, if you could think about doing something, you can do it, and then we'll make it apply to a role. So the thing is attached to yes. our ship. Correct. Is there a way to sap power from their ship to kind of kill it? Uh, what advantage do you want to gain from it? I would say you can do that, and it will help you. You just have to determine how it helps. Do you guys you. have an idea for an advantage? I mean, <laughs> like the, and this is like bad, but it is the case in a way that like, uh, right now you're sealed in an environment, and like they're latched on. You could like just get their ship to detach and then it would vent the atmosphere. Well, in I guess, I guess, that, I guess that was my idea is if the, if I can like, cause I'm assuming it takes some amount of power to be attached to our ship. Um, so what I would like to do is to sap the power. So it cuts off and it like detaches because it can't like grab on anymore. Okay. That you can do that. It just will also like sap the oxygen from the area of the ship that, Zach is in, but also the area of the ship that like three of the other guys are in as well. I mean, if you let me know what you're doing, yeah, like right now they're distracted. Zach could very easily run into a room. Yeah, yeah, I um. Right, like you just have to keep me in the loop. Like I'm not in, like I'm not next to a guy being chainsawed to death. Yeah, so I, I. Uh... Oh, actually, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. <clears throat> what? No, I just I, Zach's gonna make a roll. That's all, and I. <clears throat> okay, so uh, yeah, I'm gonna just like pop my Bluetooth. Um, Sully, I would highly suggest you get in a room. Um, this could get messy, uh, pretty fast. I'm going to try and detach their ship. All right. I'll, I'll go get the doors. Can I go to the door control room? Is there a door control room? <laughs> There's not a door control room. <laughs> Is there like a room where I can, like, I can have like access to every, the systems? Every room is a... Okay, you said I did not have fire suppression in the med bay, so that is why I'm asking to go to a room. No, no, no. no. The the point that I'm making here is every room is like a bulk-headed room, so you can isolate any room, right? So if you run into any place and close the door, you're safe. Well, can I... You couldn't isolate the room that they're... Is the room that we're disconnecting the, the ship from... 
Is that the room they are currently standing in? I would say that they are connected to... Yes. Yeah, like it's... In terms of air, it's the same air. Can I stand by the door, fire a shot, and then step behind... Actually, can I lock the... I'll just step through the bulkhead and lock the door then. Right, right. Yeah, Yeah. like you just duck into the nearest room. That's what I'll do. Okay, make an act under pressure roll. Where... Are my <laughs> I have to act. Man, doors are hard when it's scary. Well, you're like beating her out from <laughs> detaching the ship. Um, what is act under pressure? Is it cool? That is cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, twelve. Oh, okay, cool. So with the twelve, I'll let you. So you kind of get two things. You can. I kind of like float through the door. <laughs> well, so <laughs> levitate. You get through the door, and then with your like, the fact that it's uh above a ten, you can isolate another room. So, like, consider the ship by default, all of it's the same air. You've closed yourself off in a room. With your role, you can also isolate another part of the ship. Uh, I don't know, because, like... So, in terms of how this is working out, there is so the bridge. The bridge. <laughs> which has a guy, and then there's hallways, hallway, which, has, which you, has a crew. Has the rest of the guys. Well, and then there is Jayla, and, and who Jyla. is currently leading... Jayla, come on! <laughs> okay, it is. I'm just <laughs> Jyla that is leading someone else on it's a marriage It's Jai chase. and Vi. <laughs> yeah, but like... Are, wait, well... Uh, Jyla, where are you in the ship? Jyla. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Jyla's distracted. I was distracted by the baby staring something down. Where did you find a baby? <laughs> Jyla, I'm worried that there's a baby on the ship. Uh, Jyla, where are you on the ship? I'm on the move. Uh, try- <laughs> well, we're about to vent some atmosphere, and I don't want you to die. Oh, good. Can I lead somebody there? <laughs> I, I I can seal off a room, and we're going to vent like most of the ship. Oh, wait one second. Can so I, that's going to be her goal is to do you want get- do, is your goal to try to like get him in a place yes. with this? Does that are you okay with that? Also, meaning you'd also sort of be in that place? Yeah, it would be an act under pressure thing for me to escape, like close the door behind me and have him stay there. Okay, I'm, gotcha. I'm just gonna laugh when the but, first scenario but, game we play of this, like Jyla gets vented out of space. Okay, so but, two things. But you have to decide now which other place he's doing, right? So real quick, just to kind of explain what the decision you're making is, Jyla basically just told you, "Don't worry about me," because she's like yeah. doing her own thing. So. So I should I should do the bridge to make sure the bridge keeps atmosphere so so Vinny doesn't die. Yes, that's what you I'm going to do. You are not going to none of these people are immediately going to like have their heads boil and explode. They're going to like start taking damage. Right, that's what I assume. Yeah. So if Caitlin screws up a roll, it's not like she explodes. <laughs> right, basically basically it's I figured I am safe because of my role, and I can make one other person safe that's, from the atmosphere. That's basically what was They the can't case. immediately just walk through the door. Yeah. All right, so Zach, you managed to seal off the bridge, and by Zach, I do mean Sully. Sully. Do we call you Sully, or do we call you Sullivan? Well, I called him Sully already, so yeah. I was like thinking, like maybe he wouldn't use like nicknames, but I'm even, like, no. Even if he doesn't, I feel like Vi would because it's a very it's a family and, sort of yeah. Thing. And yeah. I, and I, similar thing. I, I think I, you guys will call me Mal on occasion. I feel like the I, way it goes. I feel like. Uh, Jyla and Vi would definitely call him Sully, and I feel like you would definitely call him Sullivan. Yeah, I definitely call. I would definitely call you Sullivan. I would expect everyone to call me Malcolm. You could. You will probably call me Mal. I won't. I'll respond to it, but I might not necessarily like it. But I'm not gonna like stop you from doing it. No, do I'm we want to do Mal because of Firefly? I mean, his name is Malcolm. Okay. Yeah, it's not. It's no different. <laughs> I didn't realize that when I made the name, so I'm just. Gonna I will go with also it. like. I feel like. 
certain like we can call him captain as well or cap yeah jyla has been calling him cap for that reason just to differentiate it yeah okay sorry no that's fine all right caitlin then by caitlin i mean jyla Make me an act under pressure roll to, to like boil and immediately die. <laughs> jump behind cover as the you know ship is vented. Okay. Woo, thirteen. Cool. So you uh, managed to like reflexes. Swing around a door and close the door right as this guy was coming. He's now trying to chop his way through the door. Yep. Um, and then there hey, is I, like I can hear the chopping right there. <laughs> <laughs> crunching metal sound as the shap as the shap. As the ship <laughs> um, detaches from your guys' craft, and then you can like see through whatever like little glass windows, um, all the air rushing out and like stuff tumbling around, um, and also all of these space marines now like kind of gagging and choking as there is no oxygen left. Question. Yes. Okay. So, is do we just have a hole in our ship now, or was this like a door? It is a hole in your ship. Why does this keep happening? Man, this is the worst. This exact same thing happened in Life from the Night Owl. It's not going to be that bad. (sighs) Yeah, Caitlin said the same thing, and then 45 (laughs) minutes later, we're still dealing with this hole. I promise it is not going to take 45 minutes to deal with the hole. As we try to patch it with tables and (laughs) pieces of sheet metal. No, obviously you use a binder and a hot glue gun. (laughs) I've seen it a thousand times. (laughs) Wait, is this the part where I die? (laughs) (laughs) There's a real gun blast. Zach is dead. (laughs) But there's a chair with his name written on it. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, we don't call it the auto doc. We just call it the auto Sully. Well. <laughs> yeah, it's just called killing yourself. That's the auto Sully. Because <laughs> then you just come back. Anyways. Uh, well, Malcolm, I have bad news. <laughs> there's nothing but space and a, and, a, and a space marine. You know what I mean? Because you're kind of isolated in the bridge now. <laughs> yeah. And outside of the bridge is vacuum. <laughs> yeah. And there's a guy with a chainsaw trying to kill you. Yeah. So what's up? What you doing? Oh, is it my turn again? Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. Captain, just so you know, we uh, vented the ship. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't help when I've got, a, got one staring down at me up in the bridge. Uh. Let Sparky go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> He's gonna he's gonna try to fight. I mean back. his chainsaw is presumably made of metal. Like he's holding on to a big metal thing. Or sword, either, either way. See, I don't know how like I could try this. I have a ability The answer's gonna be yes. You okay. know what I mean? I've got I've got the ability Quiet in the Storm uh-huh. where I can use cool plus one to find potential new solutions in a dangerous situation. Oh which yeah. This seems like it is. This is definitely one of those solutions. Or one of those instances. Okay, so cool plus one. Alright. That is, that's a 10. Awesome. So you, there was an explosion in the bridge earlier where someone wanted to make you a little bit of cover and they did that by blowing up the ceiling of the bridge. There's now hanging sparking cables. And for a moment you looked and saw this wire that was bare metal, but like sparking. And you're like, I could shove that in that space Marine's face. And by space Marine, I mean imposition soldier totally a different property (laughs) and then you like think for one more second and see one that has plastic like insulation on it still i can actually grab i should probably grab that one and not do damage to myself (laughs) um so you see a sparking live wire in front of your face can i in the same turn can i try to grab that and shove it in his face sounds like you want to blast some baddies with that wire yep let's do it 
What what would that is that I'm assuming that's that tough or is that something else? Good? I would say since this is like a physical attack, it's tough and the damage okay. you don't really know off the top of your head because it's a sparky it's a, Yeah, it's like an improvised <laughs> yeah. thing. Okay. But I just this doesn't specify what that would be. It says yep. weapon, so That is an eight unless I get to add things. You get to add your tough. Just my tough. Oh, my own tough? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it'd be nine. Oh. Oh, shoot. Still seven. Yeah. That's okay. But do, I get, do I get any bonus for my unique solution? Uh, <laughs> yes. Okay. Actually, here's here's your choice then. So here's the tough choice. You can either incapacitate him by freezing his armor, um, but he will like be swinging through as you incapacitate his armor and basically like hit you as you shock him and you'll take another damage. Okay. Or you can just shock him it will kill him but you manage to jump out of the way oh i see so i have to decide if i'm going to kill him or not basically so you either get to kill him and not have damage done to you or you freeze him in his armor because like you know like if his big mechanical armor quit working because it got shocked he would basically he couldn't move he you know if the armor's not he's got power armor Yeah, yeah so he couldn't move that much weight without power and then he would be a hostage which is a problem because then you'd have a hostage. Yeah. I feel like this is an interesting moral question for like the doctor of the crew, but the captain's like, mm, I've hated these guys forever. <laughs> <laughs> at, least yeah, how you, at least how you introduced them to us, where you're like, there's the there's the Star Trek people, and then there's the space marines who are actively at war with the Star Trek people. Yeah, I think I they think, are. Yeah. That's actually a true thing I, to address. I think I'm gonna I'm think I'm gonna like invoke that and because I'm not as like I'm st- he's still very kind of indoctrinated in Galactic Alliance. That's right. Yeah. Galactic Alliance. He will not hesitate to kill this okay, space marine. Cool. So not you space like marine. shove it through his faceplate and it's like, and he collapses to the ground. Okay. And now he's like smoking and smells all corpsey. Does he collapse to the ground though? Because he has power armor. Wouldn't he just stay standing? <laughs> he just stays there. <laughs> yeah. Like he freezes rigid. and it's like he freezes in such a way that like you could see the chainsaw like running next to your neck that he was actively swinging but it's still just like sitting there running. You That's know, there's like no off switch so it's just going to sit there until it runs out of battery. That's not creepy at all. <laughs> just, he, just, he just zaps the suit then. <laughs> could do that at that point <laughs> all right so the rest of you you are all basically isolated in sections of the ship with nothing but vacuum in between you and anybody else what do you do are they trying to break through they're currently like dying on their own lack of oxygen so no do we have a comm system you oh, do. There's, there's no is there a way to talk to them to the to people? them probably not because there's no air not really no because Sully doesn't like watching people die but it's also like i like cut their power too and the ship their ship is drifting away well, how long before they pass out how long before they pass out um, like could Sully intervene when they go unconscious so the way i was doing that let me think about that if you want to say no that's fine basically I've, so the one that you shot with a dart you couldn't get to in time for him to run out of damage and basically suffocate because he was already hurt a little bit. The other um, three people... But it was non-lethal, Cody. <laughs> well, yes, yeah, so this is... I'm, I'm kidding. I know. We talked about this. <laughs> right. Thing. I'm not upset. I was just kidding. It was a joke. The no, other non-lethal three pe- suffocation and <laughs> access to vacuum, yeah, freezing, whatever. Yeah, the other three people you could like try to get to, but you have to figure out something that you could do to try to save one or all of them. Well, we need a way to patch up the ship in general. Yes, you do. Yeah. We could, are we talking via the comm at this point, I assume? So I do not like games that don't have talk rocks, so you guys all have some kind of talking rocks, you know? Well, no, I mean, we could still 
talk to each other through the ship, right? What, what I'm saying we, is... We, have, we, have, we always have comms on each other. You always have comms, okay. unless I specifically take them away. Okay. Or unless you narratively take them away from yourself. Yeah, yeah, unless you don't want to be talking amongst yourselves, I assume you have communication. Oh, okay. got, guys, uh, how are we going to patch up the ship when this is all done? Well, well I, patching's not my style. I think I, I've noticed as you literally blew up part of our ship. I don't know. You exploded a wall into existence earlier. <laughs> I, I think I think what we could do is uh, incrementally like close the bulkhead, re uh, reoxygenate. Like once all once these guys are gone, I'm assuming that's after that's all done. We like add I mean, oxygen back to each hallway on the way to the thing, and then I'm going going with an EVA suit or something that I assume we have something similar to. Yeah, you probably would. Yeah. yeah. And go in and patch the hole once once we're. I, I don't know if would we have some kind of airlock in between. I guess we yeah, could each, make it. We can, we can make an, We can make like you an could airlock make an airlock bulk, happen yeah, by closing and opening doors. Yeah, because I, I figured every door is like a is an airlock of sorts. Yeah, like I said, they're all bulkhead doors, so every single one of them can seal to space. <clears throat> well, I'm not really cool with letting people die, but I suppose there's not really much we can do to save them. You look over and see like an EVA suit, but no way to make an airlock <laughs> and realize you could probably try to like EVA and save one of these space Marines if you really wanted to. I'll, I'll do it. Oh, awesome. Make a make a <laughs> roll and make an act under pressure roll. Uh, and it's cool again. I would say that's probably cool. Not smart. <laughs> it's not smart. It's cool. <laughs> Seven. Uh, okay. Oh, gosh. What? My cool's a one. Man. I'm smart so and I'm weird. Oh, I thought that one was a four. So I thought you had minus two if you're getting to a seven. No, okay. No. Okay, so I'll give you a couple of choices here. You can manage to put on a spacesuit, but it's hard to do that by yourself. So your spacesuit is not put on well. So when you go out, you're like immediately venting oxygen, and you only have enough oxygen to either like you can get one of them, try to drag him back, and like. You know what I mean? You can grab one guy, get him back, and then close the door and, you know, re-get atmosphere to happen. But either you're going to, like, take damage while you're doing that or you have to kind of work, say, like, or basically the guy just is not stable when you get him. Let's make him not stable. Okay, cool. So you, like, take a little bit longer putting on your spacesuit. So you, you know, and that just yeah. means he's out there a little bit longer. So you get him and drag him back in and now you have a, like... Delirious... Well, when I say unconscious, I mean like well, a actually, dying guy. Actually, I'll take the damage because I'm thinking about it. Like I'm like I'm expendable. <laughs> like I I literally cannot die. Okay, cool. So you take so, two damage. Yeah. I'll, sorry, I'm I'm still getting used to your like the. No, no, no. That, that's fine. That's fine. There's plenty of them. I think that's I a good a character pack. decision. <laughs> Rowan decided that we didn't need one and threw it on the floor. <laughs> he ain't a part of your system. <laughs> All right, so you get him in, and he is, like, just barely, like, gasping for air. Can I knock him unconscious? I mean, you have a dark gun, so you could... <laughs> do I get an advantage? We, we don't have... I, I was about to make you roll for it, and then I'm like, how do you miss? <laughs> I yeah. hold the barrel to his neck. Ding! Yeah. He, 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 <laughs> Shoot him in the armor no, with no, it. No, I realize he, he, like, has the hypo spray or whatever the equivalent up against the guy's neck, and then realizes he's got his thumb on the syringe <laughs> and, just, and, and knocks himself out. <laughs> <laughs> so uh you knock him out and uh that is where we will end this episode with a ripped up ship and an unconscious space marine mm -hmm. and by space marine i mean imposition soldier i'm gonna stop saying space marine no you're not who wants to have the witty line at the end of this episode 
I think that conclusion was rather shocking. <laughs> <laughs> We hope you enjoyed this latest episode of Outlaws Wanted. All music is from danosounds.com. If you liked this show, you can check out more of our podcasts at the Wandering Gamer Network's website, as well as interact with us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And if you're a fan of world building, check out the newest podcast to our network, World Shop. Cody and Jordan roll a d20 to determine the theme that they're going to use for the week and then create in-depth worlds with narratives, histories, and their own unique flares. You can find World Shop on any podcast listening devices or podcast apps. Now remember, it's not the outlaw that makes trouble. It's trouble that makes the outlaw. <laughs> <laughs>